All right, so I'm here with our lovely tarot card reader for the night. You want to introduce yourself, on? Hello, hello. I'm Jupiter Sky of Starseed Shadows. Oh, wonderful. Well, thanks. So I'm, uh, I'm here right now. We're going to get ready to do a, a, is it tarot card reading? Is that the proper? Tarot and oracle cards tonight. Tarot and oracle. So what's the difference between a tarot and an oracle card? So the way I like to explain it is that oracle cards kind of bring the tarot cards together. So we're going to start with your tarot reading, and then at the end, we're going to do three oracle cards. And you will find that the oracle cards have a nice way of um, bringing the storyline as one cohesive thing. Okay. If that makes sense. It, I mean, at this point, no, but I'm sure it will at the end. <laughs> it will. It will okay. for sure. Oh, well, it's lovely meeting you. Thanks for yes. uh, being a part of this, by the way. Awesome. You no problem. Fun? This is an awesome event. Yeah. Great turnout. Love the music. Drinks are flowing. Oh, that they are. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I that love it. That they are. It. All right, so how do we go about starting this? Okay, so here's what we're going to do. So, um, like I said, we're going to start with your tarot reading. Okay. I'm going to shuffle. You're going to cut. I'm going to pull. We're going to talk. Oh, let's okay? do it. Let's do it. All right, so she's got these cards. Uh, looks thicker than a, a normal stack of playing cards. Probably more than 52, I would assume. How many? 82. 82 cards. Holy crap, so there's a lot of options here. Oh, man, I'm nervous. I'm afraid you're going to pull the first card and you're just going to look at me and be like, eh, maybe you should turn this off. Maybe we should talk privately. You're, so everybody's afraid of that. No, I, I'm um, sure I'm not the first one. I got to say, your shuffling skills are immaculate. I you, also just like to play cards, too. No, you're <laughs> What's your favorite card game? Spades. Spades. Oh, are you a Euchre player? I know how to play Euchre. Okay, because I know, I know spades, euchre. spades and Euchre are kind of similar. Very, very similar. But I've never played Spades, but I've heard anyone that's ever said it's like, oh, Euchre, it's like Spades. Yeah, okay. it is like Spades. Okay. A little bit different, but it's like Spades. Okay. Um, you would do fair. You would do very well. Maybe not in Vegas, but in Laughlin, I would say. Yes. Laughlin. Yes. Shout out Laughlin, Nevada. Yes, yes, I would say so. Okay, so now do me a favor and then just cut the deck as many ways as you'd like, and then put it back together for me. Okay, so I'm old school. So I'm only like a half half deck cutter. Is that okay? Yes. Do All it right. up. Whatever feels good to you. Okay, so I'm cutting the deck now. About half cut. It's and been... then put it back together. Oh, okay. I want your energy all over those cards. Oh, I got lots of energy. Yes, yes. That you do. Okay. Okay, so let's see what we get here. Okay. 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 Ooh. So we're going to start with our first three cards here. So um, the first card that we pulled is the Hero Font. Okay, so the Hero Font is known as um, a teacher, really. Um, a teacher... In, war in life, but also in spirituality, okay, and things like that. Um, I kind of relate this personally. I don't know you very well at all, but I am relating this card to kind of what you're doing now when it comes to your podcast and things are budding. Like, you're, you're doing things. You're doing things, and there's lots of players in your world right now that I feel like that, you know, you're kind of teaching. Um, the gist that I got, just kind of knowing you, it seems like you're the, the head honcho. Is that uh, right? I mean, I'm I'm more of the uh, the organizer. I would the say the organizer. Better word, say. exactly. I'm, I'm more the responsible one. I guess <laughs> <laughs> not to take away from my other two my other two guys. Right, right, uh, right. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I kind of yeah. run uh, my job with the podcast and more of the production side. Right. I, I handle a lot of pretty much all of the productions. Right, so. right, right, and the business and all that stuff. Yeah. So um, the Hierophant, again, this is one of our major arcana cards. So the deck is divided, not to get like too deep into it, but it's divided into um, four different suits and then our major arcana cards. And the major arcana cards can be looked at as like archetypes of life. So this card coming in, you see the, all seven of her chakras 
are coming out. Are you familiar with Chakras? No. Not, 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 yeah, I feel like I've heard the name, but no. Okay, so um, we have chakras all over our body. Most people are familiar with our main chakras, from our crown all the way to our root. And they all, from our crown all the way to our root, and they all signify, like, different colors and things like okay. that, right? So, um, this is about learning. Learning and teaching is what this card is about, which is interesting, because coming into our second card here, our Eight of Cups, um, mind you, I read to myself, so all three of these cards have come in right side up. The cards take on different meanings when they're upside down. So um, this card is about out with the old and in with the new. So you see this patch character is sitting here walking away from these five cups that are leaking. They're leaking water. They can no longer hold water. They are no longer of use to him. I do He's, see that. Yes. They're leaking lots of water. Is it's it water? water. It, it, it is water. It's just water. Because okay. cups signify water. Okay. So cops are the most they're they're water driven, emotion driven. So if you think about it on the zodiac, all this stuff overlays on top of each other. So if you relate tarot to the zodiac, wands are are fire. So fire signs could be related to wands. Cups are water. So again, water signs would be related to cups. Air is swords, and then pentacles is earth. Okay. That's kind of how that works. And then, so this guy, going back to our eight of cups, this guy is taking these three cups that do work, and he's, he's going. He's going on to the next thing. That's what's better for him to do. So again, this card is about out with the old and in with the new. What doesn't serve you, what isn't working for you, you are all set with. And that's how it should be. Again, going back to our teacher card, our spirituality. What wasn't serving you, you're all set with. You're on to something new, something better that serves you more. Okay. Here's that what's sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> fair. Okay. So far, two we're cards. So in. far, we're, I guess it seems to me. I mean, I, I'm a little bit of a humble guy, but I, I would say we're two for two. <laughs> All right. I love it. Okay. So coming in, this guy is interesting. So our King of Cups has come to say hello today. So, what's up, King? What's up, King of Cups? He's my favorite king out of all of them. Okay. He's a jovial king. He's happy-go-lucky. He's happy to be here. He's happy to serve. He's not a Joffrey. He's more of no. a, 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 a King Leonidas of sorts, maybe. Yeah, that's maybe, a good uh, well, one. He's more of a warrior, but I, I, I would say more of a positive. Yes. Okay. More of a positive. A positive he, leader? Mm-hmm. Oh. Something like that. I would say he's more like Ned Stark. Ooh. Oh, you're down mm-hmm. with the Game of Thrones I'm references. down with the Game of Thrones. Oh. I'm down with Ned the Ned should have been king, man. Ned should have been king. Ugh. Ah, let's not yeah. tangent. That's fine. We, That's we fine. Totally no, we're going to keep going. Totally we're going to keep going. Yes, um, I am a good tangenter. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's all we do here on this podcast. So. I love it. I love it. Okay. So this guy, again, he's super jovial. He's here. Whenever we get our kings, our queens, our princes, our princesses, they tend to be aspects of ourselves or people around us. So this guy's come to say hello today because this might be an aspect of you or somebody close to you that might be like a masculine leader almost, like somebody that you may have learned from or somebody that whose opinion matters to you, if that makes sense to you. Sure. Yeah. Um, especially as you're going through this, this transition, this journey in life that's happening for you right now, as it is happening, we're advancing forward. Um, do you think this thing more so resonates to you or absolutely. somebody close to you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For sure. For I would sure, say I sure. would say it probably I mean not to take away any heat from my own dad because he's awesome but uh, lately um, my father-in-law has been really inspirational been real yeah he's big he's uh, he, I guess they, they would say he's a man's man of sorts a man's man but he is the sweetest of souls mm-hmm. and the most caring he's a great grandfather to mm-hmm. our child and uh, oh, he's, he's a little baby I do she's two and she's oh. wonderful 
Oh, um, I love that. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because yeah, I, I worked with him. He uh, he's a contractor. He builds um, residential housing, okay. things like that. He's okay. hands-on kind of guy. And I was never a hands-on guy, so I learned a lot. You learned from him. Yeah, I did. You learned from him. I did. Oh, we're going yeah. back to the first car. <laughs> we're going back to our first car. The Hierophant. The teacher. The teacher. Yes. So what's coming in interesting? What is interesting? Our Princess of Cups have come to say hello. So if you see that right there, our King of Cups is here, and then our Prince of Cups has come in right after him. But he's coming upside down. So here's what's interesting. So our Prince of Cups is an expressive prince. He is somebody who, um, he makes do with what he has, if that makes sense to you. So if you see this guy, this patch character has a, I'm using the Spirit Science deck, by the way. Shout out to Spirit Science. Oh, she's got the shout outs. I got the shout outs going. <laughs> so um, he's got his chalice here, his cup of water. He's like flying this like eagle. He's on this weird surfboard. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on. It sounds sounds like me on a uh, on a Thursday night. <laughs> so he's trying to make do with what he has. But what's interesting is this card is coming in upside down. Okay. Meaning that there can be some manipulation going on. Oh, shit. In some sort of way. Doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing. I try to stay away from good and bad labels when it comes to the cards. Sure. Nothing's really good or is bad. Is that because it's good, like you see good and bad as more of like a great kind of area? Like, or is that just it's like... subjective. You, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's subjective. And just, you know... Just because I say there's manipulation happening doesn't immediately mean it's bad. And in people's heads, they immediately go to a bad thing. Like when the death card is pulled. The death card is the most misunderstood card of the tarot deck. When people pull the death card, they're like, oh my god, I knew I shouldn't have done this. <laughs> and I'm I, like... I, am I going to pull the death card? I guess. I don't know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Cool. Because like when you see the movies and everything, you know, like when you see the tarot readings, yeah. and like that's what they pull it's always mm -hmm. the death card always. yeah and that's why it's been it's it's been ostracized and tarot itself has been ostracized it's like a horrible thing what does the death card mean I are guess. you ready for this hit me with it transition oh okay yes death in, in some instances here's what i'll say as a reader sometimes death can mean death but normally mostly when the death card is being pulled you're transitioning out of one phase and into another you're growing. You're evolving. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's it. And depending on the cards that are around the card when it's pulled, depending on the person that you're reading, will give the card more more meaning. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. No. But it totally traditionally makes sense. speaking, if you buy a tarot deck and you open up that guidebook and you go to the death card, it's going to tell you that the death card is about transition. Which is so crazy. Well, yeah, because death of a, uh, a one life into another, death of a career. Think of a caterpillar. Yeah. I mean, completely changing form, really. Right. Okay. Right, right, right. All right. Spread your wings. Mm, spread your wings, baby. Yes. Time to fly. Time to fly. All right. So are we pulling another card? Um, We haven't Whoa. even finished oh, these oh, guys. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Get, oh, I know. Geez, I'm getting ahead of myself. I, I apologize. I this is I all. This is all awesome. Um, So we have two discs coming into play here. This one and this one. So discs or pentacles um, symbolize jobs, career, family, money, finances, 3D world tangible stuff, right? Okay. So like the meat, like kind of like the stuff that we like care about. Mm -hmm. um, our princess has shown up of discs. You're getting a lot of royal cards in your deck, which I find to be interesting. 
So uh, she's shown up and she has found her purpose almost. So she's like swollen pregnant with light in her, right? And then there is, she's holding a crystal up above her. She's figured it out. So right side up, this, this card is about transmuting. It's about transmuting energy, making one thing into another. Um, almost like out with the old and in with the new, if that makes sense. Yeah, okay. So, but her, does, it, does this have to relate with like a person that I know in my life? Doesn't necessarily. Okay. No, no, no. Um, again, so the royals oftentimes do mean that it's somebody that you know or somebody close. Also, too, the cards know no gender. This could be you. Just because this princess does not mean that, okay. you know, okay, they fair. know no gender, they know no sex, they know no anything. The cards just read. That's kind of how that works. Okay. Um, but yeah, so um, as far as your reading goes, I do think that this is an aspect of yourself and this is why. We are on a path of learning, of teaching, of getting rid of stuff that doesn't serve us. We're on a path of, again, learning from people that are older than us, more wiser than us, that understand the world more than we do. We're also trying to figure it out our damn selves. Yeah. And that's really what this prince is ain't, symbolizing. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth, right? That's no, all he's really yeah. symbolizing. It's like the divine masculine and the divine feminine. What I'm holding out is the prince of cups and then the princess of discs. And that those are aspects, your yin and yang, as above, so below. Those are two different parts of yourself coming out to say hello right now. Okay. That shadow self coming out to say hello. And then the side that sees so much light, right? So okay. it's, it's both coming in. And then... Excuse me. This is the reason. Your legacy. So this are a ton of discs. And again, so one misconception as well. Nine ends a cycle, ten begins a new one. Everybody thinks ten ends a cycle. Going into numerology, again, all this stuff layers over itself. It's zero plus one. Mm -hmm. So our ton of discs is our legacy card. This is about what we're going to leave behind. You have a family. You've got somebody to support. You've got people looking up to you. You've got people learning from you again. Going back to the hero font. You're a teacher and and um, a student at the same time. Yeah. At the same time. So you've got somebody learning from you. And this question, this card asks the question, what am I leaving behind? What legacy is left behind? Am I leaving anything behind? And is this enough? Mm. So it's almost like damn. I know we're getting we're going to do damn. Here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so, keep going. No, this, yes. is, this is great. Okay, awesome, awesome. This I stuff, love it. I know sometimes the cards the cards go deep. No, no, no. This is um, deep, but I love how you're you're, you're the way you explain the, the way you're explaining it. Like, I mean, it, it's it's resonating. It's yes. Yeah, I mean, okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a timeline. It's a storyline. Mm -hmm. That's what the cards are. If you put all of your cards. Like all these tarot cards from one to the end, it is the story of life is what it is. And it's so interesting because when you actually do that, you can see it and you can kind of see what's happening and why one card means this and why that means that. And I am a firm believer in the cards. They are never wrong. And I have read so many people just to see the same cards that are being pulled for a husband and then a wife sits down and she's pulling the same one. Or best friends. And yeah. then they sit down and they're pulling the same one. Is that because like energies attract yes. one another? Yes. When I you're around that. somebody's energy so much, it, it becomes a part of you. And oftentimes, like, like attracts like. You know, you might need to hear the same lesson as your best friend. That's yeah. why they're your best friend. That's the truth. Yeah, right, right? <laughs> so going back to the cards. Okay. Again, it's a storyline. 
again, teacher, student, out with the old, in with the new, reminding us to keep learning from these people that have been so influential to us and reminding us that we do have aspects of shadow self and that's okay. But we also have aspects of light self. We're all light workers here. Our goal is only to be the best version of ourselves. That's it. That's all we're trying to do on this rock right now. And this is the reminder, the legacy card, the family card. What am I leaving behind and is it enough? So, going to oracle cards. Now we're going to pull three oracle cards and tie this all together. Okay, so I I drew, for you guys listening, I drew six six of the cards, the tarot cards, Mm -hmm. which are probably about the size of like your standard playing card. Mm -hmm. But now we got these oracle cards, which are absolutely huge. They're big boys. They are, how how many oracle cards are there? 72 this deck is, but okay. every Oracle deck is different. Oh, really? Every Oracle deck do you, is different. Do you get to like pick your Oracle deck, or does an Oracle deck pick you? So, while I'm on this podcast, a huge misconception, your tarot deck, for those of you that are listening, does not have to be gifted to you. You are more than welcome to go into your local metaphysical shop and pick a card and pick a deck that resonates with you. That is a myth. It is a myth, okay. a myth, a myth. Um, as far as Oracle decks go... You can have as many oracle decks or tarot decks as you want, or tarot decks as you want. I've got tons. So for events like this, when I'm reading multiple people, these are my go-tos. These guys know lots of energy. They've been with me for a long time, and they know how to read the masses. And then I've got other decks that are personal decks I use for my own personal work. And then I have decks I use for one-on-ones. So clients that come to see me on like a regular basis, mm-hmm. things like that, those decks will come out. Then every now and then, when I'm doing big events like this, um, I'll pull out one of those decks. A little, oh, okay. a little treat. Oh, a little, little, little treat. special. Little. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> exactly. All right. Exactly. So so how is this going to work now? Do I just pick? So, yes. So um, I spread the Oracle cards all over the table. Yeah, kind of like a 52-card like, yeah, pickup pick kind of thing. Kind of like that. Yeah, okay. They're all like over that. the place. Okay. And then you're going to pick three cards and flip them for me. Whatever feels good does not matter. Okay. Like any, like I pick one, flip it, pick one, pick, flip it. Yes. Okay. You got all right. it. All right. So I'm going to dive in here. I'm going to start with this guy. Okay. So do you want me to just pick them first and then we'll go over yeah. what they are? Yeah. Okay. So I got yep. one and I'll go over here. I'll pick this. This kind of looks like Jesus, but maybe a Norwegian version of Jesus. Um, and all right. Last card. Here we go. All right. This guy looks like Emperor Palpatine. So. Oh my god, I'm so excited right now. Oh, oh, jeez. I love everything that you picked. Oh boy. Okay, so Here I'm going to go. move these oracle cards that were not picked and we're going to talk. Okay, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's see. I'm, I'm ex- you got me excited now, so she's really stoked. I feel so much better about myself after <laughs> already. So I Tarot is therapy. Oh, this is great. Okay. All right. Okay. Lay it on me. What do we got? Number 1. So the very first card that we picked was Material Harvest, number nine. Well, like I said before, nine is the end of a cycle, ten is the beginning of a cycle. The path that you're on with what you're doing is working for you. Material Harvest directly correlates to our hero font. It also correlates to our transmute card, our princess our princess of discs. Oh, wow. Just those two. Just those two. Okay, so these... So, these oracle cards are relating to the tarot cards. Right, right. Okay, the oracle cards are relating to the tarot cards, which is why um, before when I was saying about why I use oracle as well, it's just such a beautiful way of painting the picture of why you sat with me and what your message is from spirit. 
Wow. So it's a great way of painting it back. Okay. Passion Ignited. Out with the old and in with the new. That's, that's the relation. Passion Ignited, exactly. So our Eight of Cups. Right back to it. You, you've honed in on what makes you happy. On your passion. That's Ignited. You've honed in on it and this is what you want to do. So this is what you're doing. And it's beautiful the, like literally spirit is like yes 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 our awareness card oh. has come in to say hello being Lord. aware of our shadow the self. awareness card is the one that looks like uh, Emperor Palpatine by the yeah, way yeah number okay. one beginning a cycle sir oh jeez I oh, know no. number one beginning wow. a cycle sir so Passion Ignited is number one in this oracle deck this is the psychic um, oracle deck I forget the author. I'm sorry, guys. That's fair. Um, but yeah, and then number one is the awareness card as well. So I'm not sure how long you all have been doing this podcast. I just kind of came to say hello today. But like, whatever, this is great. We've been doing the podcast uh, not even a year. It's probably only been about eight months. I started practicing professionally not even a year. It's been about eight months. Whoa. 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 How did you get into uh, to, to readings? Um, so I've been reading on and off for about 10 years, honestly. Okay. Um, my grandma was always into like this stuff, like zodiac signs. And I remember being a kid and playing with her amethyst and things like that. And um, so it's always kind of been in me to okay. do this stuff. And then um, I got my very first tarot deck at a Barnes and Noble that I still have when I was about 19 years old. Is that like um like a like an introduction tarot deck, like kind of one to like? It, well, that... it was it was a full on deck. There really isn't an introduction tarot deck. Yeah. There's just there's tons of decks, oh, and you pick one. Oh, that's just yeah. it. And then you're just off to the races. Literally. <laughs> oh, okay. Literally, literally, yeah. Um, so I got that deck. And um, I also got this deck that same day, the psychic deck. So this deck is over 10 years old. Oh, wow. That's been with me for a very long time. And then I would just read. I'd read myself. I read people. And I would go through phases. You know, I got a few degrees in the middle, traveled a little bit in the middle, you know, went through life. You got to see see and experience a little bit while we can. Right. And then um, I just finished my master's in hospitality. At RIT. Oh, shit. Yeah. She's mad hospitable people. Uh, Mad hospitable. And then when I was done, I'm like... What am I doing? What makes me happy? What ignites my passion? What do I love? And this is what I love. I love crystal therapy. I love Reiki energy. I love tarot cards. And this is what I love. So, like, why am I not doing it when all these other people are doing it and making money? Why am I not doing it and making money? So, this is what I'm doing. Just doing it, bitch. I'm doing it. That's it. Is Is there anybody in particular that you looked up to? To, like, any, I guess, are there any, like, um notable like uh, masters of your craft that you would say that you know like wow I wish I could be like so and so or I, I fo- want to follow in their footsteps or they're doing it the right way or is tarot just kind of like literally it's like it's own thing everyone's kind of doing their own thing so um, there is a really big tarot community um, in Rochester and on social media so one thing I will say that did help was connecting with people so I like attracts like so it's like when you let this sort of world in, you'd be shocked at the people that come to you. So I think what really helped me the most was attracting people in my life that are into the same sort of stuff. So we can like get together and read cards together and we can get together and talk about that dream that we had. And we can get together and talk about crystals and go crystal shopping and be super woo-woo as people like to call it. 
<laughs> yeah, well, you know, I mean, people just, they, they're quick to judge things they don't understand. That's exactly so. it. That's and fair. that's why it's like, as soon as you get that sort of stuff out of your head, that sort of judgmental thing and all that stuff that's happening, the world just like opens up on a whole nother level. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I mean, I think it's like, you, you kind of, I feel like most people kind of have that programmed, but there's, for me at least, there's a switch where yeah. it's like, okay, like, for instance, tarot card. I was never, I'm not a, a spiritual person per se. Yeah. I'm not religious or anything like that and tarot card I've never done it but I'm not gonna close my mind to it right you know what I mean like right. what's what's the harm I mean right. you're, you're a wonderful person so oh you, thank you it's you, you make this very easy and very entertaining mm-hmm. and, and the way you explain it it's, it's very interesting I'm an interesting person or mm-hmm. interested person so right I think and that's w- how most people need to be and I think we're phasing into that you know just being people being more interested in what they don't know instead of damning it and saying that's crazy yeah you know what i mean because you don't know because you haven't done it exactly it's like listening it's like like a band puts out an album and then you haven't listened to it but you're going around calling it trash it's like well you haven't listened to it i mean it's kind of like mermaids oh i believe in mermaids (laughs) (laughs) just saying nobody's not seen them yes you never know (laughs) i you know what I wouldn't put it past anybody. You, <laughs> you know, never know. You I mean, never know. You're right. Exactly. You never know. <laughs> right. I mean, so so with this whole deck now, so I guess, like, if you had to draw a conclusion, I guess, like, what, what would you say that, like, I'm, I'm doing all right? I'm doing okay? Is so that- my conclusion for you is to keep learning and keep teaching. Um, I think you are still coming into the fact that you might be more of a teacher than you realize. I think you're not fully owning that aspect of yourself, but it's 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 there. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Damn, girl. Yeah. It's there, and I think you need to own that more and um, keep learning from the people that you value. And, uh, yeah, you are 100% on the right path. That passion ignited, honey. Oof. It's crazy you say that. So, like, okay, so now to give you a little backstory, yeah, I, I have the podcast, but all of this is completely 100% spot on. Oh, <laughs> like literally, Not surprised. Um, I just recently left a, a career that I wasn't really too happy with, mm. and I started. I, I'm an audio engineer, so I, I okay. record bands and oh. I play guitar. I, I make music, okay. produce. It's I've been doing it since Your I was wheelhouse. a kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the podcast came out of that because I have a studio, I have you know a place to do it, mm-hmm. my friends. But really, for me, um, all of this was just yeah, like me kind of leaving a you know nine to five job comfortable paycheck kind of thing mm-hmm. to like actually doing something that you know I'm proud of and I want to yeah. I, I, I see my as an engineer and as a musician I, I find that I am always a student and I'm yeah. never I will never be a master because there's always new, something new to learn mm-hmm. um, there's always something new to learn from people that are also just learning because they everyone's different everyone has a different technique right I've been taught little things here and there by 18 year old kids that are just starting just right. trying new things you know so I the whole teacher student thing really resonates with me yeah um, it was I mean, your very first card that, that's I mean and I mean I, I the teacher thing is I, 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 I guess I could see that I, I maybe now just realize that maybe there are some people I talk to that look up to me a little bit and mm-hmm. I maybe I should own it a little bit more yeah. but I, I just I feel like I'm, I have so much yeah I have so much further to go it's almost yeah. to me like you know like you can listen like to me. Like boastful, almost. Yeah. It's not. It's not boasting, though. It's it's clear as day what's happening here. It's clear as day. Wow. Well, you got it. I mean, that's yeah. I guess I. So all I could do is just keep on keeping on. Then it seems. Keep on keeping on. Yeah, I'm not going to change yeah. my trajectory now. I'm going. 
I'm gonna keep going straight. Go the distance, man. Yeah, it doesn't seem. It seems like I am going in the right direction. Yeah. You gotta start it here first. Yeah. Well, awesome. This is great. I'm glad. I'm glad I did this. I actually yeah. am. I'm really glad. I am too. So, um, if you all are looking for me, you can find me um, on Instagram at Starcy Shadows. Uh, if you're looking to book, you can always email at starseedshadows at gmail.com. I am Jupiter Sky of Starseed Shadows. Jupiter Sky. Jupiter Sky. Well, thank you for having me come here. Thank you for being a part of thank this. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Are you sticking around all night? I will be here for a hot second. We We're are partying. getting big, busier and busier here. Yeah, they're, they're, they're filing in. So. Yeah, they are. Well, once again, you've been very lovely. Thank you thank so you. much. Yes, please go go check out Jupiter and her lovely tarot readings. And please, please email her and, and get something get, get yes. something set up. She's, Come get your blessing. Please. You know, well, I feel like a lot of people need to hear this stuff. I feel like a lot of people, um, you know, with everything in the world going on today, there's a lot of self-doubt, a lot of... Um, Tons of self-doubt. I see it all the time with Yeah, clients. there's no confidence. I, I find, I, mm -hmm. Me personally, I find that a lot of people that I know, um, I, I find one trait. Uh, one flaw, I should say, in a lot of my close friends. It's like, man, I wish you had more confidence yeah. in yourself. Yeah. You know, just like, yes. damn, you're good at whatever right. you're doing. Like, right. you're, you're doing it. Right. So, and it took me a long time to get that. I think this kind of. Plus word plus action equals creation. Oof. Just oh. saying. Oh, she's got me. Jupiter, it was lovely <laughs> talking with you. Thank lovely you. Lovely talking to you, too. All right, I'm here uh, with my homeboy, PJ Carletta, Rock City Cannabis. Cartella. Cartella, Cartella. I apologize. All right. I always thought it was Carletta. Cartella. I've never Just heard got Cartella. The, you got the T and the L there. I don't, I, I, it's all right. I, I'm, I'm an Italian man. I, I apologize for messing up. For, at least I got the vowel right at the end. I know a Cantella and a Cardella, so... Oh, that's got to fuck with you. It's it's funny at times. So, you know. so PJ here runs Rock City Cannabis. I, I, am, I am half of it, yes. Yeah, and they are a vendor here. Um, why don't you explain uh, what Rock City Cannabis is all about, my man? Well, uh, we are Rock City Cannabis, L Rock City Cannabis LTD. There we go. That's about good. And uh, what we do right now is we provide uh, CBD and hemp products uh, here in Rochester, and uh, we uh, advocate a lot of information and education on the rising cannabis industry and for all the the, the, the average person who's like, well, what's going on? And don't give me a 10-page legal document on what's going on. Fair. That's fair. I guess, uh, I mean, I, I don't even know where to start. I mean, as a uh, fellow lover and consumer of all things uh, cannabis-related, um, how did you, I mean, how did you get started in it? Like, what, what led you to, to, to open the business? Well, um, the, in the 2014 Farm Bill Act, uh, allowed for um, the first test pilots of hemp production here in America. And then in uh, 2018 here, there was a revision of it, which made it fully uh, a fully protected uh, federal crop, uh, standard agricultural product, no different than any other. And uh, in this window, um, we went to, uh, there was a, it was, it was like a, What's the word I'm looking for there? Uh, not a conference, but like it was just a little over at uh, the Wegman School of Pharmacy at St. John Fisher. Mm. And uh, the okay. cool thing about hemp and all of that, and part of what they explained was, well, you really need, it, there's not much to get into it right now. You just need the startup and the huspa and essentially a couple of right connections into it. 
Oh, that's fucking dope. And uh, one of the people there was a wholesaler, and uh, we got in contact with them, and then it just simply came down to, um, it was pretty simple uh, here in the beginning. It was no different than if you were uh, opening up any other retail brand, which as long as everything was coming from a certified um coming from a certified farmer or processor. Okay. And that's about the main thing of it. So if you can find those, it, it's not too difficult. And so uh, we saw that in the early days, and uh, we jumped on it. Like, uh, to me, it's just something that we've all, I think many of us have been waiting a long, long time for. Absolutely. And uh, it, as many people would kind of laugh, go, well, isn't that fake weed? <laughs> a boneless well, weed. It's, boneless it, weed. It's, can, it's cannabis. And uh, it, it's brand new. And uh, people with something new, as we kind of make fun of it before we fully understand it because it's so new, you know, uh, kind of like with slang, you first kind of mock it and then you um, use it kind of ironically. And then next thing you know, you're like, fuck. Yeet. That's all I got to say to that. Yeah, yeet that right <laughs> out the room. And, uh, so, you know, and it's uh, been the same thing. And there's just been a lot of miscommunication, I guess I feel. The more we do it and the more we interact with people, a lot of people still think like, oh, well, hemp's the male cannabis crop. That's not right. That's just absolutely inaccurate. And, well, how do you know? Well, we now have labs and things and science that's actually funded towards understanding these different procedures and whatnot. What? It's just you two. Yeah. Yeah, right now it just says, yeah, it's just kind of one-on-one if you want to, if you want to spot. Oh, we're good. Oh, yeah, no, that's what we're doing. I got, I got someone here asking me what this is all about. Well, what this is, this is our podcast, so I'm doing... I listen to the podcast. Oh, we got a fan. What's up, dog? We got fans. There it's good it podcast. Is. Oh, he's got the Hell League shirt on. Oh, man, on. he's also a supportive fan. Yeah. I'm just talking with PJ right now, but when I get a moment, man, come stop by, man. I got you. Gotcha. Dude, I think uh, what you do... You guys are awesome. Uh, you know, my name my name is Butt Butt. <laughs> so, uh, what you guys are doing is great. And, uh, you know, uh, what, what uh, we're trying to do out here is be awesome. You know? That's what you got to do. Uh, that's what you got to do. Phil is Bedoin. be awesome. Phil Bedoin, ladies that's, and gentlemen. Uh, that's Thank a you. tough life out there. Thank you, Phil. Jordan... You're awesome. Thank you. Okay? You're, you're pretty awesome too, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's uh thank you. I love you guys too. Feels uh, an OG. You know what we got out here is some balloons, some uh some skeletons. All right, bud fun. We got some All right. Keep walking. Get Keep out of walking. Here. And like and that's another thing. Is uh <laughs> people are learning that again. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a recreational side to all this hemp CBD that a lot of people um most companies try to focus on oh the, the supposed medical benefits of it'll fix everything wrong with you and that's you know whatever that's their thing and that's that's just not what we're here to do um, we're just here to support cannabis as a whole uh, and the different sides of it that we didn't know very about. many sides very many sides yeah it's just like 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 the bar tonight like you know behind that bar every person going up to it kind of knows the things they take and the things they don't yeah I don't drink gin. It's just not a thing. He doesn't don't. do. You heard it here, Hell well, Weekly. Well, PJ, and, and he don't drink gin. I don't do. I don't do IPAs. I don't like really citrusy. Like you I feel it. that. No, you got to taste. In the alcohol world, we all know, and cannabis is just as diverse, if you, not more diverse. Yeah. And when we talk effects, personal preferences, and it's uh, it's all starting. Like here tonight, we have plenty of people who don't 
would say they know they, they stopped partaking around their like you know early to mid twenties. That's why they're so miserable. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's just my my naive <laughs> opinion, but but um and and uh, some people, uh, Mr. Nate Derby, uh, loves our boneless. He he's does. A, he's one of our biggest one of our biggest boosters, and we love him for he that. Did. He came on the. He was one of our first guests that we had on the podcast uh, back uh, back in like March, February, and he came on and we smoked a bowl of your boneless, and it was great. And and so you know, I smoked he, a joint with uh, with everyone tonight. Of you, you got those joints in uh, like a little mason jar. Yeah, those of nice you who aren't here, pre, little pre-rolls. little five dollar pre roll. It's only CBD, so if you smoke it, you won't get high, but you still will feel good. Well, and now like when people say that they won't get high, what I tell people is, is that there's no psychoactive effect because there is like you know the term a high is very opinionated. Sure. Um, th- okay. This is, yeah. you know, each different person. You know, there are people who get highs from all sorts of weird activities that me and you would probably... <laughs> running? Come on, dude. Listen, I've done martial arts for 10 years. I've never got a high running, let me tell you. But if you have, you know, That's more power true. more power to you. I've gotten a high doing focus mitts. Okay. Um, there, there are moments where I've felt rushes and doing activities. Like, again, so with, with that term, like, we, we've had some people be like, hey, this stuff got me high. And I'm like, well... I don't know how to explain this to you, but um, that's a. I, I can promise. Like, we have all of our lab work is on a QR scannable code. Sure. Like you can, all of our stuff comes from a New York State processor, which gets from New York State Farms. So he's and, got and, paperwork. He's got paperwork. People. Well, and it's like so. Like and again, but that term is so. It's a very and, loose term. And when you understand the endocannabinoid system, and that, that it's something we all have as people, uh, as human beings, it's something that's evolved with us. And well, different people's systems intertake differently, and uh, personal physiology matters the most out of anything. We're learning a lot about terpene science, and that um, a lot of the traditional thoughts that people had about how cannabis affects them was based on like sativa or indica. And, sure. Well, indica's into couch, right? And then they'll smoke some CBD flour and be like, yeah, man, that stuff got me to sleep really nice. I'm like, well, that's from the sativa family. Yeah. Almost all CBD strains right now come from this cannabis sativa family, and they're just, you know, engineered to be a, a CBD enriched instead of THC enriched. See, I would have thought that the CBD would have been would have come from the indica because of the mm. the effects of the indica. But I guess CBD, I mean, it has, I mean, it does a lot of for your mental state. So I guess the sativa aspect of it, I could see as well. Well, you know, again, you bring up a really good point about, like, a high being subjective, too, because I've never thought about that. Like, to me, being stoned, I guess, is like, it's all the psychoactive, I guess what you would call the psychoactive portion of it, where I rarely feel the, the physical aspect unless I'm, like, I've actually consumed it, like, with, like, you know, an edible or something. But I guess, you know, like, a high to me would be a different than what someone else would consider a high someone who's probably never smoked before or like or maybe you know they've only smoked CBD so that's an interesting perspective I never thought about it that way but I guess it makes sense though so the, the so so what you have right now I, I noticed that um, there's different percentages uh, like yeah. so you have oh, different, yeah. like, like oh, yeah. different like you know one brand is like well it's all it's all cannabis like, yeah. you know, if you know like even like the loosest bit of cannabis you understand that like different different strains have different productions and when we talk of the combination of, like, there's over a hundred different identified cannabinoids right now. Not every strain is going to grow the same combination of those. Sure. And then on top of that, there's also the endless variety of terpenes we're discovering that, that's grown in all sorts of fruits and vegetables. And yeah, it's not just sure. terpenes aren't specific to cannabis, but the way 
the combination of terpenes and cannabinoids in each strain has an effect on your personal physiology. Like, um, I have a friend, he gets flu-like symptoms if he smokes any cannabis from the cheese family. And yes, that is the strain family name. The cheese, cheese. like it's like, cheese, like blue cheese. Yep, yeah, okay. yep. And um, I've been he, around the block on that. He gets flu-like symptoms. To the point we've blind eye tested it. We've packed bowls and not told him it was a cheese strain. And after the third time, we felt like pieces of shit and stopped blind he testing was sick him as, he was because sick he would be well. like, "Dude, what was, what was that? <laughs> like, I don't feel good. I don't, I don't know." And and like, oh, shit. Like, no, everyone else is like, well, this was great. I really enjoyed it, and it was fabulous. And so that's what we talk about when we talk about personal physiology and, like, uh, personally tracking strains and, like, just like alcohol. Sure. People here tonight have been drinking long enough to where almost every person at the bar understands the things they do and don't drink. I like and my whiskey and Cokes. And that's exactly, you know, and uh, as adults, this is the safest product on the, like, you know, around for sure. Why, why is it such a big debate? Why don't we just handle it? To me, I just feel it should be treated know. like alcohol, and that's it. I don't know about you, but I've been smoking weed like it was legal since 2001, my friend. I, I mean, celebrated 20 years this summer. Hold on. Oh, we're just saying goodbye to some friends here. That's actually my brother. Oh, that's, that's, my, brother. Uh, that's my older brother. He's a... Uh, oh, he, I can see it. I he's uh, see he's the molecular biologist of the family. He's, uh, he, he went to... He used his brain for real things. Oh, okay. Tight, tight. I stayed a, I, I stayed a faithful community member here, and uh, it's good. You know, uh, it's been a, it's been twenty years this summer for me. Yeah. Yeah. Since, uh, where's the, of, uh, where's the shop located? We don't have a shop front right now. We do uh, no pop ups and delivery, home oh, delivery, shit. folks. Twenty dollar oh. minimum comes order. To you. If you follow us at Rock City Cannabis on Instagram, yes. our phone number is Please on do. our Instagram. I'm a horrible business person and I don't have it memorized. That's it's fine. on a card somewhere, but rockcitycannabisltd.com. Oh, I got the phone number right here. Do you want me to say it? Oh, man, say it. 585-209-3455 is the number, ladies and gentlemen. And you can text that number. You don't even have to call it. You can text us because <laughs> yeah, we know like, how that goes. <laughs> And uh, we will text you back with uh, an available daily menu of the CBDM products oh, we have. And anywhere in Monroe County gets free delivery. Straight up Just text them. Just a $20 minimum order. Yo, you good right now? That's all you got to say. I, you, I, there's nothing wrong with that, sir. There <laughs> is the, nothing wrong with that's that. The, that's the common lingo. No, I think it's dope. So are you guys, so what's your end goal here? Like, um, are, are you guys hoping for like a, like a like full legalization all around so you can incorporate all the different kinds? Or are you just trying to focus with just the CBD? Or? We are a retail brand. Okay. And whatever we decide to throw that brand on, if at the moment it Ooh. is CBD hemp flower, so be it. If for some reason they tell us that that can no longer be the thing and I got to double down and be just a can of culture merch guy and maybe log on to a couple more podcasts. There it is. Come on So down. be it. We don't, we don't prefer that. We would prefer that um, things get dealt with like responsible adults. Sure. And we can all say, well, hey, we're responsible adults. Like, why are we making the biggest fuss over the least harmful thing on the market? It, it's up there, yeah. Can yeah. we treat it like alcohol and walk away? So so if they, like, and, legalized, uh, uh, I guess, like, full recreational marijuana all the way through, like, is that something Rock City Cannabis would, like, try and take a hold of? Like, trying to get some, like, actual psychoactive kind of stuff in there? Or are you guys... 
we're going to do what the market wants us to do. Oh, well, something tells me the market would be pretty strong if, uh, if that was the case. I mean, I, I'm no... You know, um, like I said, we're, uh, we're a retail brand. I'm not an economist by any sorts, nor doctor, no, no scientist, but something tells me if they legalize weed here in Rochester, your business would be doing pretty fucking good. Well, that's, that's and, now, well and now here's the thing. And now that's one of the main things that we like to advocate about is the ability of small businesses to become into this. Because getting into the hemp industry and getting into the, the, the other side of the coin industry are com- two completely different horses right now. Mm-hmm. And in rea- like, to me, there shouldn't be because there's, um, there's zero difference in the products without the, with the exception of the end effect of the other side of that coin, that it's just like, and it's such a gray area to even walk on. It's like, but you know, like uh, we're seeing the messes that are happening in uh, like California's legalized market has been horrible for the California farmers. Um, oh and, yeah, because they're getting—they're just getting totally freaking. They're just getting annihilated, and they're being like backwashed. Right? And it's not—it's not by the government; it's by large corporations that you know want their first dig at the pie. This is a big pie, and uh, they feel we need a corporate infrastructure. And you know, sure, I'm not going to say try to fight it, but I'm just saying if you're going to open the door, it's like imagine playing Monopoly, and I said. You have to go around the board once, but as soon as I land on something, I can buy it immediately. That's not how the rules work, man. And that's the game we're all playing oh, right now. Fuck, you and it's like, here. if you're not going to open it up fairly to all businesses, large and small, what are we? What, what are we? What are we really talking about there? Like, you know, at a point, like, Damn. what part? Are, what part are we uh, grown adults and get to say? Well, that's a little. Like, now there's always going to be, you know, this is the poker theory of, well, and now, yeah, someone's going to be able to sit down at the table with a bigger set of chips than you. Sure. And you just got to play your cards smart. And they're going to try to bully, but... You can go shop at Guitar Center, or you can go... uh, Go to Stutzman's. Or you can go to Stutzman's. You can go to Sound Source. You can go... Even the house guitars, as big as they are, they're still brick and mortar. I dig that. And that's that's why, why, why is cannabis any different? No, I feel that. And that's just a very simple, to me, like this is all just very simple things that we just need to, as adults and as voters and as citizens, we should at least have the discussion on of, well, hey guys, if I can open a bar this easily, why can't I open a public consumption cannabis area? Yeah. Why, why can't this bar stock pre-roll? They already have the licensing for alcohol. Are we going to really say, well, cannabis needs stricter regulations than alcohol? Why? Why on God? I could drink myself to death here tonight. Literally, you could. if you. So had why a- can't we sell pre-rolls behind the bar? I could see maybe not dabs. I've, talked, I've talked to a couple, I've talked to yeah. a couple bar owners. That'd be rough. And um, they, they made some good points. They're like, yeah, you might be able to handle your dab, but a simple YouTubing showed us many a people in dispensaries hitting a dab in a dispensary and falling through glass cases. Yeah, so when bar owners tell, I've listened to I've, the pu- listen. I've known, I've known a couple people. I'm just no names, and but so and like so like you know when when I have this discussion, we we talk to we talk to shop owners, we talk to local business people, and then we talk to the customer consumers because that's what's really. You know, that's everyone's. That, that's who matters the yeah, most. I mean, no you, customer. You no cater sales. to the customer first, and then you figure out, you know, how to make it safe and responsible for everybody. 
and then I mean really after that like if, as long as you got you know all your you know all your shit together then ideally business is good you're you're you're, you're off to the races but especially you know your line of work there's a lot of roadblocks so it's a and, bummer and 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 it's they're like I said they're they're really odd roadblocks that like when you look at a normal business like well why is this why is this so difficult why why does it got to be you know why? Why when we see the prices of what it costed people in California and Colorado and Oregon to even open up like small-time dispensaries, then you look at like a liquor store of equal comparison. Sure. And you look at the startup costs and They're you go, "Well, hold on." From this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said. So when we compare them, as you know, I'm I'm drinking a I'm drinking a hard seltzer right now. You know, yeah, I'm watching the carbs. I'm a shout out White Claw. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, White Don't worry, we, we ain't getting sued. Ain't nobody. I'll, I'll, That's I'll not about suing. It's about, I guess. Uh, I guess I like the guys with less carbs, White Claw. No, that's um, fine. That's fine. I was told it was the guy with less carbs. Uh, yeah, that's fine. But uh, you know, um, and um, on this is I. Uh, I trust the company that when I read this uh, nutrition fact, simply that I trust it. And nowhere on here is a QR code, though. How can I scan it? Uh -oh. Why can't I? All my products over there have, have to have QR codes, and you have to be able to scan it on your phone, and it'll take you to the lab report to verify for you that my most harmless substance around is lab tested and Ooh. actually safe. Hear but that? Hear but that? I can drink a Keystone, you know, and uh, well, if you look up the lawsuits they've had, Oof. no one's asking for a QR code on their PBR. Interesting. No one's asking for a QR code on their Jenny. And I'm not saying we need to. I'm saying we can trust companies. Yeah. I'm saying that, like, you know, but why is why is one specific industry being inflicted with such scrutiny when no one's ever been harmed from it? Do you have an opinion on that? I, mean, I know there's a lot of opinions, but... I have an opinion on it. What, what do you think the but main I, I, reason? I, I'm sure there's a lot of reasons, but if you had to say number one reason... My number one reason that it would have to be I hear my lawyer in my head saying don't say it. So um, <laughs> oh, can't say it legal issues. That's yeah, funny. but like and again, and that's a and, and that's another thing. Like um, there's a fine line of uh, how much you can and cannot say about the other side of the coin. Wow, and, um, that's weird. Because again, there's propaganda things that can be stated, and. I don't understand it either because I feel like our parents all smoked pot in the seventies. Everyone so, smoked pot. So Hold on. So okay. Like, okay. Just can I tell? Can I tell you the biggest outrage that I've heard so far doing all of this? Yeah. Here, lay it on me. I was at a. Uh, we were at. Um, we were at a relatively large meeting here locally with a bunch of local business owners. For purposes, I will leave the specific organization out. They're no one bad, they're no one heinous, but okay. uh, and, and I'm not in any way trying to reflect on the organization as a whole, but the first speaker of this event, about halfway through his set with his little speech, which quickly became the end of his speech when the crowd didn't hit the way he thought it was going to hit, stated, and we found in the boardroom that it's not just blacks and Hispanic who smoke cannabis. Dude, I have never, Oof. I have never Ugh. had to hold in an actual loud what the fuck louder in my life. I'm like, are you serious? That's so what you mean to say is enough white people smoke weed openly now to where we want to start making some money on it. Ugh. Oh 
Okay, let's look around this room and let's look at the... Oh, shit, I think I can... Oh, fuck. <laughs> this is a really not diverse room. And uh, you just said that, and um, everyone noticed it, and no one was okay with it. Like, even probably the most, you know, guy you'd think he'd probably be okay with it. It was still like, you don't say that like that. Yeah. I mean, and well, and I they mean, quickly pushed him aside, and their next well, I mean, speaker a, was a... Yeah, you don't say stuff like that, and B, I mean, it's like, why would you say anything like that? Like, I mean... Like, really? Like, yeah. right. Like, there was no... point. So, like... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious that stating? everyone smokes weed. Yeah, like... Literally. What? Where do you come from? Dude, literally, they smoke weed, like, everywhere in the Every world. Every single... Like, everywhere. everywhere. This is New York. Yeah. There was an article Some weed is four years other, ago... But... It there is, was an article four years ago. Uh, I want to say it was like the New York Times. It, it was some relatively sizable newspaper, uh, news outlet. New Yorkers smoke cannabis like it's already legal. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. fucking It's do. been decriminalized since 1977. Uh, the recent decriminalization of it again didn't make any sense to most of us because we're like, wait a minute, since 1977. If you've gone to Florida, okay... And made the mistake of smoking it short on the beach. Yeah, they <laughs> you don't realize New York is totally different. Yeah, they don't fuck with that. Country. No, they don't. Yeah, New Jersey like, What do you mean? It's a beautiful like... beach. What are they going to do? Give me a ticket? No, they will take you to jail for like a month, dog. Like, what are you doing? Texas, oh, too. Shit. Texas is terrible. Yeah, yeah, I got cousins in both states, and that's what they. Lord. Rough. And uh, so, but at what point do we still like. Guys. Oh, name what? Name the worst horror story. Did you get high and forget something? <laughs> I, that, if that's the worst thing that ever happened to you, getting stoned, congratulations. Because, shit, I've had worse side effects handling Icy Hot and touching wrong areas of my body. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. There ain't no regulations the, on that shit. I mean, they're that, but... Some of the corporate's going, well, that's not true. Yeah, no, yeah but right. yeah. Comment, comment on the fucking page. Still, no one it. needed a lab report for that Icy Hot tube. Yeah. No one demanded to scan a lab report Shit. that would take him to a 10-page readout. The fact that I can buy Nair over the counter, but I can't fucking <sighs> smoke a joint. Ain't that some shit. Nail polish remover, you know, whatever, Ugh. whatever, whatever. There's just, you know. Fuck. We just want to make sure that the flower doesn't end up in the wrong hand. That's Who's all it is. Hands? It's all about responsibility, right? Isn't it about responsibility, self-awareness, self-control, things like that, you know, that, that go into play, you know, I think Personal that's, accountability. That's, isn't that a fucking uh, concept? The bag of charcoal that I just recently bought has a warning sign on it. And it says, do not use in a crib. <laughs> I don't know what happened to have to put that on there, but I don't think that's something we'll ever have to. Jesus. I don't think that's something in our line of work we'll ever have to worry about. Like, wow, someone started a, someone someone used a crib as a grill? I need to know the backstory behind that's this. That's what now. I Like, I swear <laughs> to God. I wanted, uh, it's probably on YouTube somewhere. You know, but I feel like someone had to have done it. To uh, to arise this issue that yeah. you what like to pay a graphic designer to make this graphic to put on the bag of charcoal of well, don't do that again, please. Shit. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's uh, you know, it's a, uh, it's fucking, and a lot of the one of the worst questions I get. Well, isn't this just like K two? No, it's not. Oops. This is real, genuine cannabis. K two was like fucking uh, cat litter. Synthetic shenanigans and that's not what this is 
a lot of people will mislike Kratom. No, Kratom is a completely genetically engineered plant. This is natural cannabis. Comes from the earth. It's just that we never, no one really, no, no one was really interested until about four years ago. For whatever reasons, they weren't interested, but. Well, better late than never, in my opinion. And that's how I feel, because uh, since uh, we've been open about eight months now. Uh, okay. No, 10, 10 months, 10 months. December 22nd, uh, we uh, got our uh, registration, and uh, cool, man. I've learned myself that as a lifetime cannabis user, I do prefer, it's just never had the option of getting to choose. Yeah. No, it's dope. I can't wait. You know, I hope it becomes legalized. I have all my friends, you know, friends that live in Canada, Massachusetts, out there. Just like, I can go in and be like, you know what? This is how I want to feel today. We're at this moment, and I have the option to choose how I feel. That, that to me, like, just to have that ability and to be able to do it whenever I want, to be like, oh, you know, my guy or girl, you know, she, they, they're not answering right now. I got to wait till tomorrow. No, I can fucking just go now you know like there's options there's right options. and again like and, and it's handled just like a normal i'm of age i'm a responsible adult i pay my bills yeah you why know, can't i fucking buy states, weed i can go buy fireworks but i can't buy weed. like what hold it's on all right i'm still gonna keep you know what if you're a cop and you're listening fucking arrest me because i'll i keep smoking this shit like it's legal i don't care i'm about to go smoke a bowl right now fuck it Hey you man, want, you want to come? I do. I do genuinely recommend try the CBD. What most people have found, the the biggest skeptics in my life, who are the other people, that are like, "Oh, we support you, but ha ha ha, it's it's like almost weed, right?" Well, when they've noticed that they've been out drinking, um, and you know their their heads already in one place, a lot of people learn that they like the CBD while they've been drinking because it doesn't give you those extra spins there's not that Dude. psychoactive effect but it, but it like calms you down and kind of like I, I'm not going to lie I experienced that about an hour ago when I smoked one of your pre-rolls with, uh, with a couple of the boys out there had a couple beers so it felt uh, felt extra good I just got a sick button oh Digidio he's back oh yeah, yeah. is that Hell Week button Hell fuck yeah. yeah man Hell Week forever man hashtag Hell Week forever hashtag Hell Week forever ha- uh, fucking Thanks, PJ. Appreciate you coming on, man. No Rock Jordan, City Campus. Of course, we got to get you in. We got to do a full podcast. I want to break down, man. I want to do this. Any, anytime. Especially anytime. because Colton and Casey like don't smoke anything ever other than cigarettes. So I would just love well, to have so, like, their again, opinion. To me, that's funny because, again, there's that stigmatism that they don't want that psychoactive head high. And, like, so we've actually been getting a lot of people who are just deciding, well, like, and are you telling me it's not going to... No, no, it's not. Like, it... I can I can tell if you scan the code you can choose the one with the lowest amount of because there is some THC in the product. Yeah, it's, it's like it, like Old Duel still has alcohol in it. Exactly. It's just how it's exactly. made. Exactly. It's just because of the way it's made. And uh, so that. you can with the scan. That's what is nice about the scan code is because now if you want it you could go scan our four strains and decide which one has the lowest THC to you and you can go I want that one because okay. I want to make sure that I. I might have a, you might find out, if you've never smoked, you might find out you're sensitive. Yeah, so and I mean, so a little bit goes a lot for you, so you decide to get the lowest. That's that's what my pops does. No. He had never, listen, as a Roman Catholic Italian, he had never smoked a single thing other than a cigarette in his life. And well, he, fucking, comes he was oh, like, no. and it's not going to make me feel all like cloudy headed. Here's the lowest stuff we got. There's like a point zero one two, which like is THC. 
overall THC and yeah. not even well because only isomer delta nine has to be below the point three. Okay. Overall can be whatever that tallies up to as long as the isomer delta nine is below point and three. That is the psychoactive isomer. If you don't know what an isomer is, that's a whole other science class, and I'm not responsible for that. No, that's fine. That's but, fine. We'll, um, we'll do our research and come back to that. That's also why isomer delta eleven is five times more psychoactive. Ooh. Is that what's in acid? Or that's something? edibles. Oh, that's why edibles cripple some people, and some people eh. it just makes them fall asleep, like me, right? It, but in a good way. But Jordan, it was thank you for having me, and uh, absolutely, uh, let me know uh, yeah. when you guys want to do a full sit down. Yeah, and, I would uh, love to have like a full sit down and really go over this. I feel like a lot of people, you know, they they're you know they're like me, where they're they're kind of knowledgeable, but they're also kind of ignorant. Not because we choose to be, but because. There's just and so much point, information you don't know who out to there. trust with what they're exactly. telling. That's exactly, exactly it. Who's a marketing scheme and who's just Well, it's like, you know, this will put your this will make your ball sack shrink and your testicles two sizes larger. Well, you know, whatever they want to say and and we've been told you guys should advertise more. And no. I'm here to <laughs> I'm We good. have a premium cannabis product to the legal allotment of the law. Okay. And that is what I'm here to offer. Any power, anything, any benefits someone gets from it, more power to them. I'm not Fuck here yeah. to take that away from anybody, but I'm not here to sell you a bottle of hope. Yeah, no, dude, I think that's so dope. I feel like it, with you especially, uh, just to leave off on this, like it's you, you have like two opposite ends of the spectrum mostly. Is like if you see like the guys in the movies, you know, you got your like Spicoli kind of character. Where it's just like, you know, your your quote unquote dumb stupid stoner guy just telling you just to legalize it for whatever reason and it's like, okay, well, like whatever facts you're giving me, like I can't really I don't know to trust you. But then you got the other people on the other side of the spectrum that are, you know, so against it, but they're like the facts that they're giving off, you're like, nah, this like can't be right. Like it, it, you need- put a baby in the oven. Leave <laughs> yeah. for madness. Exactly. Like- but no. you know, you need some. You, they need to hear from more people like you that are actually in the industry and in you know, well, say it, well, in the culture. You know, people that respect it and, and, and admire it and uh, you know, actually know about it, care about it. You know, th- those are the people you should be listening to. You know, just like we should be listening to the fucking scientists about the goddamn global warming, but we ain't. But hey, there you go. And uh, with the champ right here, Michael Carson. What's up, Mike? Rochester kickboxer. Oh, shit. Check him out. You guys should do a pod. You got to definitely talk to him. Yeah. Professional kickboxer. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Yeah, what's up? Man? Oh, Follow damn. him on Instagram at soul, Carson, at soul underscore Carson. And if you he don't, is, he'll, uh, he'll whoop your ass. Listen, and he also teach you how to whoop ass, too, so hit him up about them lessons. You won't I, be disappointed. I would love to learn how to whoop ass properly. But Jordan, Italian third goodbye. Yes, our third Italian goodbye. <laughs> yes, that's how it goes. You yeah, know, listen, if you're a real Italian, you don't oh, say goodbye yeah. just once. No, that's very true. He knows. All right, buddy. Let's definitely talk a longer podcast, and we'll pull other people. And, uh, yeah, we'll do shit. it, Doc. Let's Thanks get a again, beer man. and uh, smoke a bowl of CBD, of course. CBD, of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>What's up, baby? Dude, yeah, I don't know where to fucking start, man. We're nearing the end of the night here. Yeah, it's been a wild fucking really, really, really wild night tonight, man. I know. you haven't. Re- we haven't really heard much from you tonight. I, well, man, I You've mean... You've been a busy man, though. I mean, this is kind of your whole thing, you well, know? It's, it's mine and Colton's. It's just... Uh, it's just um, yeah, I, I guess I, I kind of hold myself up to a standard where, like, uh, 
if I'm doing something like this, I'm, I'm, there's no way in fucking hell that it's not going to be that I didn't try at least 110%. I would say you gave about 200% tonight. I tried, man. It was good. There's, there's, there was still some stuff that I was like, man, you know, we, we could have filled up some more room, but, you know. You literally sound like Tom Brady giving a, like an after game <laughs> yeah, fuck interview. Tom, fuck Tom Brady. Listen, I, I'm not going to be Tom I'm Brady. Just, I'm just going to say the offense played really good. You yeah. Know, there were yeah. some mistakes we made, yeah, we, we, you know, we, we, on the uh, field. We came back, I though, I could have third. done better. But I just got to say, you know, no. if it wasn't for my team, damn. Well, also, yeah, if it wasn't for my team, a.k.a. you and fucking uh, Colton. I didn't do shit. Uh, well, you, I literally did nothing. You came here and you did the podcast, and from what I hear, it went really well. It was fun. It was from fun what I hear, stuff. it went really well. I, I'm actually wearing a glove right now that someone left here, and it's like one of those Jack Skellington, like, cut-off yeah, gloves. Yeah, you look like Zach Finden circa 2006. Yeah, true, yeah. The, 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 or, or like... Uh, or, Shout out, uh, Zach. Love or, you, buddy. Or, or fucking uh, Burt McCracken, the used ah, there it circa is. 2005. Thighs for the liars era. No, McCracken. no, that was way before that shit. Uh, he, 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 he was still puking and doing all that goofy shit. <laughs> um, well, I'm proud of you, man. I feel like you put on a, ver- a, ver- a very good party. Thank you very much, I man. I mean, well, I've, I've been to many a party that. that you have put on, but this has been like... This is like a, a commercial party. Yeah, this was, this was fun wild dude this was like absolutely fucking wild uh we started at seven i know all of our friends don't even fucking blink at seven uh <laughs> uh, most of them are probably still sleeping yeah at 7 and, 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 or just getting their makeup on whatever but um <laughs> yeah dude it, uh, it it ended up being a fucking great party my mom came out yeah my shout out came out. that was shout awesome uh, Colton's I, parents came I, out. I feel like an asshole. I didn't say hi to your mom because I didn't recognize her in her costume. Oh, she did have a a, a pretty so, interesting costume. On tell her, yeah. tell her I'm sorry because her costume was that good. I thought she it's was just too a, late, man. She actually thinks you're a dick. Actually. Yeah, she, well, she said that she thinks you're a dick. Well, you know so. what? I might be the only one that hasn't peed on her couch. So, oh wow, <laughs> just remember that, Sherry. No, when, that when, was no, that, that was all just me, dude. I'm the only one that's ever pissed <laughs> on that girl's couch for sure, guaranteed. I'm just um, saying, you know, just just remember that next time you're talking. Well, shit. dude, man, like we we. Have like really cool shit tonight so we had all of our fucking friends here we had a lot of uh vendors here and uh and, yeah. then, and then we also had mikey on fucking dj and like he's like i haven't dj'd in like two years and i, I didn't like, know I, mikey was the DJ. i didn't know he did either <laughs> i didn't know he did either i didn't know he like dj he asked me he goes he's do you want me just to play like spooky music all night or do you want me to actually dj and i was like can you do both he's like done and then he, he would fucking DJ, do his goofy ass shit, and then he would come off and then like hang out for a little bit and then just be like Mikey for a little bit. And that was mad funny. But that, that, yeah. it, it was mad funny that, that he, he was able to do both and, uh, and everyone actually had a really good time. Mikey's a talented kid, man. And then People uh, danced, man. People dude, danced, yeah. I, I saw them. I mean, there's no rug in there because it had been all cut. It, ah, it, it would have been cut, cut up. up. Cut the fuck up. It's in Nick's car. Wait, what, what was that? Yo, shout out, yo, shout out, Nasty Nick. Fucking, that's that's the fam. Uh, Slat and Slime. That's all I gotta say. Yo, right, you yo, heard it this there. This kid is just hammered. <laughs> <laughs> Roast him right now. Roast him. No, Roast him. While I he's love vulnerable. Nasty. But I'm like, uh, love Nasty Nick, and like, hey guys, ha- have a good time. Say something better than that. Go for it. Oh uh, fuck, dude, now I'm on the spot. I can't... Yeah, see, so you fucking, you, you blew it, bro. You blew it. All right, well, step step to it, dog. Get to step. It was in. a tight party. It was a real good party, real good time. Oh, Everybody thanks, had man. a great time. Awesome party. Yeah, Everybody I heard it the first time. Everybody dressed up real nice. You know, great party. 
get this kid the fuck off here, man. See, see, we, we, we can't do this shit. This is why this is why I didn't do it earlier. Because you got kids like this jumping in the fucking here. I'm fucking around. No, honestly, I know you're fucking around. Honestly, one of the greatest events that I've been to in a long time. This was awesome. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Dude, the decorations went fucking like perfectly. Thanks. Mad people showed up. We're talking to Nick DiGidio right now, by the way. Yeah, Nick did. Drinks flowed. Everyone had a great fucking time. Yeah. Prizes got won. Yes, they were did. Won. Prize, who, who won the big prize? Was there a big prize? Uh, well, yeah, th- there was one. It was for the... Uh, the grand it, prize. It, it, well, there was one really big prize for the, uh, for the uh, donut on the string. Who won that? We did. Uh, Kirsten won that. Dave, oh, Dave's wife. Kirsten Long. Shout yeah, out, Kirsten. She, she won that. Um one of yep, I, I, I'll give me five minutes and I, I, I'll, I'll go with you. Uh, so uh, one other person was fucking doing that game with him, and he used his uh, shoulder, and I didn't, I didn't know. Like I was like, yo, like that's not part of the fucking rules. You know what I mean? So I uh, is, is this yours? All right, word. Well, no, it's I, no she's else's. just admiring it. Uh, well, I, I found, I found this glove, so I'm wearing it now. <laughs> so you assumed it? Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. You yeah, assumed yeah. it was uh, Cassie. Yeah. Uh, well, no, no, she was the one grabbing it, so I, was, I figured, whatever. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so fucking homeboy used his shoulder to uh, get the donut, and uh, and then we called that a fucking disqualified. Oh, fuck foul! Yeah. And then uh, and then the next person to win would have been Nick Stivaletta, but he also used his hands. And then uh, so it was down to two girls. Uh, one was Kirsten, and she won, and it was great. Nice. Yep. Good and job, she, Kirsten. And she won a big a big pack that actually Cassie right here uh, brought for us. It was a whole. Uh, 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 angry goat pack. It was like a bottle of wine, two oh, bo- two nice. wine glasses, two bottles of do they uh, have wine? hot sauce. Do they have wine at the angry goat? Uh, I, I, I think they, they, they put in some like uh, oh, okay. some like finger legs bullshit, whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> finger legs bullshit. Oh, you, you know, know that I mean. bullshit down yeah, there in the finger legs. You know, it's a lot of bullshit. So we did that, and then uh, um, we got to the way of the pumpkin. Oh, dude! All right, so my biggest fucking problem was these two fucking assholes. Who who are we pointing to right now? Thank you again for having me. Uh, well, that's PJ. So PJ's much, back. Right. It was great. Love you so much, man. That that's Rock City Cannabis right there. Oh yeah, we had him on. Thank earlier. you so much, brother. Appreciate you. Love you, PJ. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, th- yeah. Uh, love you, man. Have a good night, man. Thank you. Yeah, no, it was wild. Uh, no, we had a we had best and worst costumes picked out. Who's best costume? Uh, best costume was I'm going to forget their name. Nick and Gabby. Uh, and uh, Gabby was Pennywise, did a great job looking. And, and then Nick uh, was Georgie, and he had the whole missing arm. Uh, he, the he, the he yellow also, coat. He also had the fucking little balloon, all that shit was great. And then the worst one was supposed to be uh, Dan and his girlfriend, Brittany, I believe. Uh, but we uh, called their name three times, and, and they weren't even in the room. So we, we gave it to, uh, uh, we gave it to uh, Tony and, and Mikey. Uh, oh, because... <laughs> Because <laughs> Tony was David Koresh. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> like he was, what was his name? Uh, Jim, uh, Jim, Jim Jones, Jones yeah, yeah, Jim Jones. <laughs> so that was the worst. Yo, Tony's mullet was mad tight. I was, was like, terrible. yo, Tony, the rogue game worked after all. What do you know? That kid has no hair ever. <laughs> Whatever, Tony. <laughs> all right, we're leaving? All right, well, I, I apparently I guess I have to leave. And, I guess that's and it. I guess we're getting ready to close out. I might try, I might try, and, get, might try and get this boy on to yeah, close yeah, out. Yeah, you, you should. You should get him on here, He's yeah. looking at me right great. now. yeah. Next up, we got Jim, Jim Lindsley, the Jim, fucking guest bartender, baby. Jim Lindsley as our uh, as our finale. Yeah, that'd be amazing. All right. Well, l- let me talk to these fucking idiots right now and find out what the fuck we're doing, and uh, and we'll go from there. Okay, we'll figure it out. All right, love you. Love you too. All right, I got my last guest of the night here. We're closing down. Bar is cleared. Dance floor is cleared. Got the house lights on. 
We got a couple stragglers. A couple stragglers. Jim Lindsley's with me. We're What's up? We're now we're standing. What's up, bud? What's up, buddy? How you doing? It's good, man. Uh, you were fucking killing it all night. I was running around a little bit there. Slinging drinks. How's your fun. arm feeling from pouring all those shots for us? Bro, years of practice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's got years it. Years of practice. He's got it. And what do you know? Of as, course. As he walks in, Sloth the boss. The boss. There he is. Remember that time you said you'd be on the podcast and then you weren't? Yeah, well, you, you left. Oh, there it is. It's so easy to blame oh, me. Oh, he left. You left. Yeah, whatever. Jim, how, how did you get to be the coolest bartender in Rochester? <laughs> uh, no, no offense, no offense, no offense to everyone else. First things first, put a wife beater on. Yeah, yeah, put, I, I wear my wife beater. Um, I, I, you know, I model this. Beater, yeah, but I usually owns. model this after after the boss, so I don't have my do rag. <laughs> so, but I think I, I think I can make that happen. Do rag behind the bar next time, I think. No, man, dude, the, these uh, these whiskeys and cokes, man. You, I mean, you are official mixologist, man. These things are oh like yeah, that's perfect. A, blend. I, that's you know, you know, I, you get the right pH in the coke, you know, and then it's all downhill, you know. He knows. Is there like a is there a certain trick to a whiskey and coke, like a general whiskey and coke that that you can share? Or is yeah, there... so it's uh, so it's two parts. It's uh, it's whiskey and it's coke. Whoa, <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty out what there. I know. How long have you been? How long have you been bartending for? Uh, I. Th- think officially like i'm i'm like three years so like that's like a drop in the bucket to people sure. that i've been being a patron to it's awesome what bars uh what bars do you tend at uh i'm over at o'callahan's that's that's home base for me okay O'Cal's, um, the old irish the old, the old O'Cal's. i yeah, love that nice. place Sh- uh shout out tim Barron, I'm, right yeah right timmy's over there love you timmy the mystical midget. <laughs> the mystical midget. Tim I don't think you can say midget anymore. I think little person is the appropriate term. Yeah, but then all the little people get offended. Yeah, that's very true. Because they're like, he's taller than me. He's, he's not, like, he's not yeah, a little that, person. Well, I mean, what if it's like just like a social status? You know, like what if you're not that popular? You're kind of one of the little people. And yeah. then they're like, hey, that's fucked up. I wonder if Tim's getting denied like mortgages because he's too small. Or, you know, they just don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> he has a weird odor to him. <laughs> Shout out to me. Love you, buddy. Uh, Tim, I hate your guts. <laughs> but I. Uh, so how did you? How did you get the? I mean, I, I can um, guess how you got the guest bartending gig here. We just asked you to do it, but which I mean, was I honestly was like I was very thankful for. You guys are fucking killer. I also uh, love you guys. I keep saying don't. You, it was really more Colton and Casey that really put all this together. You know, I mean, I, th- those guys. I, it was are, cool to fucking sit there and brainstorm with them. Um, they just needed push, you know what I mean? Like, they they definitely had everything they needed to have happen. They just needed to push. You know, according to the tarot card reader, I am uh, I, I am both a student and the teacher. So I now oh. now I see it as more clear. I have yeah, to teach them. Is this one of those them. things where you say in bed in bed afterwards after every reading? Or? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but now I have to teach them. I have to teach them to better themselves and to push themselves more. Now that's where I'm taking that. <laughs> that's it. I'm the guiding light here. I'm taking full responsibility. Yeah, you are the you are the Jedi Master. I, I try. No longer the Padawan. Yeah, no. But when it comes to throwing parts. They got it. I'm, I'm blamed. <laughs> they got it, man. Dude, people turned up, man. There's about 100 people in here yeah, all together. Yeah, pretty wild. I was really pumped to see that many people in here. And uh, everyone, just total cool vibes all night, you know? Couldn't argue a thing. Yeah, great drink specials, great music, great friends. Yeah, man. I mean, so, we, uh, official party. I think when you get those was. things, that's an official we party. We even had, you know, it, it's not a Rochester party until you get Perry's Pizza involved. Yeah, so. shout out to Mike Perry. Yeah, shout out Mike Perry. I, I, uh, I went to I went to sixth grade in Gates with that kid. Did you really? Yeah. And is he the owner of Perry's Pizza? Yeah, he's, he's Mike Perry. He, he is Perry's he's, Pizza. He's the Perry. He's He is the Perry. The Perry. Any relation to Joe Perry? You know, loosely, I've heard. 
<laughs> so I'm sure I'm sure there's a story somewhere. <laughs> I think everyone in Rochester is like one quarter separated uh, from Lou Graham. Yeah, that's definitely true, <laughs> dude. Lou Graham. I went to uh, my cousin, uh, or not my cousin, my wife's cousin got married. Guess who was there? Lou, Lou Graham. Lou fucking. But he was actually there though. I saw him with my own eyes. He was a friend. He's a free. He was a friend of the bride, and we were like, "Oh my god, it's Lou Graham!" But and I everyone's was like, "Oh, some I know him from this, and uh, I was literally this house. the only thirty-year-old that knew who, so who you Lou worked, Graham was." You worked. In, you worked at a music store. I did. Uh, we won't say the name, but it was a pretty big music store. You I, had, I did. Mu- I did at one point. One points. One yes. point work at said music store. Yes, your legacy. Think, your legacy left you. Just oh so you know, it, it, it's still there. There were times with like Jesco or those guys. Yeah. Be like, oh man, back when Jim was here, all these guitars they were all clean. <laughs> Not like when you're here. You lazy yeah, bastard. Right. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, right. So the trick up. is to look busy. Oh, straight up, straight up. Look busy and keep talking until you run out of breath. Yeah, right. That's what uh, I learned. That, yeah, exactly. You, just, you can keep going. Yep. If you didn't notice, uh, I have the gift of gab, so I can fucking talk. Well, it was pretty funny, man. I'll tell you, working at said music store, I think if you work at any music store in Rochester, someone always has that ability to be like, I know Lou Graham. And you're you like, ever That's- seen a grown man naked? Oh, Jesus, sloth. Uh, yeah. You want to? <laughs> I mean... I, I like. I'd be lying and saying if this was the first time I'd seen it. I feel like I saw. Uh, we'll, we'll say that for another podcast. There's some stories. Hung like a beer can. Tell you what, ladies. You ever have a song of beer can dropped inside of you? <laughs> you know, it is dropped gently. Gently. <laughs> it's not a lot of velocity with it, but you know, it's there. It's dropped, there. There's a little bit of slash thumbed. You know. Oh. Oh, oh! Here we go. Oh, what are we doing? What do we got here? Jokes on you. That's nitrous. <laughs> you ever seen a grown man naked? Oh, Paul just told that joke. <laughs> yeah, we're getting rid of all the helium balloons just so that way they don't get lost in the atmosphere here. That's all we got to do. We're doing the responsible thing, sucking in all the helium so the birds don't have to. Did I just not bite the? I didn't bite the balloon at all. I bit the <laughs> string on the balloon. <laughs> There we go. Oh, okay. We got it. <laughs> All right, Jim's sucking the shit out of this. And that's how you achieve this voice. <laughs> this voice is the voice. <laughs> Where are they? You sound like you're about to read me an audiobook of... It's uh, like shitty Batman. <laughs> the Chronicles of Narnia is some shit. <laughs> Joker. Where are they? Where are they? <laughs> That's awful. First off, it's where is she? But you know, where is she? she? I'm not like the movie expert or anything. Yeah, you no, you're not though. That's that's the I'm best not. part. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not like a movie expert or anything. Like, cause I'm not. I'm just gonna read. Oh, all right, here we go. I think I think Paul's start. About to, start with that one. He's about to do some Shakespeare. He's about to suck in this helium and and, and recite Hamlet for us. What are you, Bradley the bum? I'm an actor. <laughs> Shout out, Bradley. Love you, bud. One of my favorite. Voice of an angel. He does. He is. What's if Bradley started singing one day and he just sounded like Tiny Tim or something? That, Dude, that'd be wild. I don't, right? You know, funny thing is, is I'd be like, would you believe it though? I, I would. Be- I believe it. I, I would. I, I, you'd be like, yo, like we were all... outside the bar. We gave Bradley a cigarette and then he started <laughs> singing and then motherfucker sounded like Lionel Richie. We yeah, were like, like, what the fuck? Yeah, right. And you, but you wouldn't be surprised. You'd be like, oh shit, that makes sense. Here, 
The Art of Sucking in Helium. Right here. You put your mouth on and suck. Suck it, Daddy. Got it all under control. <laughs> Listen, he's no stranger. Suck it up, Daddy. There you go, Daddy. There it is. Oh, that's... A- Limp Biscuit. The Police. Mud Vane. Papa Roach. Nonpoint. Monster Magnet. Planet of the Apes. Spider-Man. Fender. This sounds like a shitty plug for an Ohio Fest yeah. by some Weird. sort of rant, like awful, wretched rock yeah. radio sh- show. Yeah, and, and headlining tonight's uh, 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 Gathering of the Juggalos, obviously, ICP. There you go. Thank you. Shit. Oh. Well, wh- what are you getting into for the rest of the night? What are your plans? We're going to be hitting up the old avenue, probably Monroe Ave. The old avenue. Nate Derby, the great Nate Derby. Late, great Nate Derby, even though he's not dead yet. Yeah, it's the late he great. Once, he once told me that Monroe Avenue is the crossroads of Rochester. It is. It's the Ave. Dude, every, you, you think you've seen it all, and you see the Ave. Dude, yeah, dude. It, since he put it that way, I'm like, it fucking really is. Like, you could literally, like, you know, the football team's out hanging out, and so are the fucking yeah, everyone I, you know, else. I, one, of the, one quote always comes to mind. It's, it's the old uh, George Carlin quote. It's like, it's like a thing, I've seen things you never seen before. See a man running full speed, taking a shit. And that, like, to me, like, totally encapsulates Monroe Avenue because that's just that's just kind of the the, th- the thing that you'd see. And you would. And the funny thing is, with that, is you'd look and you'd look outside and you'd be like, huh, huh, all right, interesting. Yeah, you'd be like, huh, all right. I know it doesn't look like much. Yeah, right? you're like, you're like, I think I'm gonna get some street meat. <laughs> There's great street meat on Monroe Avenue. Oh God, yeah, great fucking street. That, that Goodman meat. Crossing right there, Goodman Monroe. That's the that, that's, that's like a sweet that's spot. Like the, yeah, that is the that's sweet a, spot. That's the fucking sweet spot right there. <laughs> no, that's truth. That's truth right there. I recognize. I recognize that. Real recognizes real, dog. Yeah, that's it. Oh, Polly yeah. knows. Uncle Polly knows. Uncle Polly knows. Well, I think uh, I think we're gonna close up tonight with uh, with this interview. Um, Jim, appreciate you. Coming I on. love you guys. Oh, we love. Shout you, out man. to Monta. Shout out to Randy. Shout out to Hell Week. Shout out to Cutthroat. Shout out to everybody. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out to Jim Lindsley for slanging those drinks. Tonight. Slanging them, brah, behind the pine. Fucking slanging them. And if you want to catch Jim in action in his natural habitat, check him out on Tuesday, Taco Tuesday nights at Oak House. Oh, that's 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 the banger right there. That's that's where the fucking. Get some. You gotta get. You gotta get your. Uh, you gotta get your Mexican tacos from the Italian guy at the Irish bar. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of taking a page out of Mario's book, right? <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? The, 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 the Italian plumber who looks like a Mexican made by Japanese guys. Yeah, right. Exactly. There you go. Perfect. You know, we are the, all one culture. That is, yeah, that's, that's, it, that's it right there. Uh, well, I appreciate it. And uh, I appreciate for everyone tuning in tonight. Uh, if you weren't here, you really fucked up. We yeah, had really great, did. We had a great time. If you were here, I hope you listen and were able to recollect because I'm probably going to need some recollection because... We had a banger. We did have a banger. Jimmy. Appreciate you, buddy. Love you. Love you, too. And uh, everyone else out there, take it easy. We'll see you soon.